0: My entitled ex-landlord is demanding that I leave behind the washer and dryer that I paid for, claiming that they already advertised the apartment I was leaving as having a full washer and dryer set, and that because I took my property, he will no longer be able to keep the tenants that are going to be moving in. Things have escalated so much that he has now called the police on me with the possible threat of legal action if I don't give back my washer and dryer, and at this point, I seriously don't know what to do. So to get things started, for the past two years, I've lived in a small apartment building. The apartment didn't have a laundry room in the building when I moved in but did come with hookups for a washer and dryer in the apartment. So I bought them myself because I work for a wildlife sanctuary and I get pretty dirty during work. Just the other day I had to chase down and wrestle one of our wild boars by the name of Bacon. We didn't name him that even though it's funny. He just came with that name. And trust me, this boar loves to escape his pen and thinks it's funny to play chase. And as a result it got me completely dirty. I was covered in grass stains and mud. So I very much needed a washer and dryer. My boyfriend and I just got engaged and since my lease was up, I moved into his house with him. I finished moving everything out of my old apartment yesterday and I thought nothing about taking my washer and dryer with me as I'm the person that did buy them. Now, my boyfriend did have some, but they were very old and they kept breaking down and they were costing too much money to try and fix. Well, fast forward and I woke up this morning to multiple missed calls from my old landlord. I left my phone number and my new address in case any mail was delivered to my old place. I called him back and he asked me why the washer and dryer were gone. So I explained that I took them with me. He then started freaking out, saying that he had listed the place as having a washer and dryer in the ad for the place and he has apparently raised the rent because of that. He then started demanding that I bring them back because the new clients he has set up to move in had already signed the lease and are not interested in the place without them, even threatening to call the police if I don't take them back. So I got angry and I told him that I would do no such thing. Reminding him that they belong to me. I bought them and I still had the receipts from when I bought them. And I also have the text messages from him when I moved in explaining that I was buying them myself. He again threatens to call the police and I told him to do it and see what happened. And then I just hung up. Personally I don't think I'm in the wrong. I bought them and they aren't cheap. So I feel that I have the right to take them. My boyfriend is on my side. But today a co-worker said that they think I was the jerk for not telling the landlord that I was taking them but in my opinion that should have been obvious I paid for them why would I leave them well my landlord went through with calling the police because the next day they showed up and honestly nothing really noteworthy happened I explained to them what was going on and I showed them the receipt for the washer and dryer as well as the text message from my landlord where I told him that I was buying them the cops then took my statement and left my boyfriend's father is a lawyer and he is going to be contacting my landlord and sorting everything out and he has advised me to not respond to the landlord anymore for the time being. So am I the jerk in this situation for taking my washer and dryer? What should I do? Yeah, this landlord is insane. First off, your co-worker a complete moron. Your co-worker doesn't know the first thing of what they're talking about. You bought this washer and dryer, not the other way around. The landlord didn't provide it. They didn't do anything to make sure you had one. They just said, yeah, go ahead and get one yourself. That's fine. Like, the only reason they're upset is because they falsely advertised that there was a washer and dryer in that place. Like, the evidence is so irrefutable. He can't be like, well, no, that's my washer and dryer. Why would you do that? You literally have the receipt as well as the text message conversation between the two of you. If that guy really wants to try and take you to court or call the police, he will literally have no leg to stand on. Like, who does he think he is to try and be like, oh, your washer and dryer is mine. I'm entitled to it. Like, the apartment literally did not come with a washer and dryer. You provided that yourself. Like, what part of this is confusing for this guy? So, honestly, I would not let these sour grapes try and ruin anything in your life, Because truly, the way your entitled landlord is acting is so far out of line. And I think it's pretty obvious at this point, but I really don't think you did anything wrong in this situation. If you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out, link down below in the description. Also, go to amithejerk.com slash submit if you would like to submit your own stories. An entitled employee tries to trick me into signing up for a store credit card, and I'm honestly blown away and completely baffled by his behavior. Here's what happens. So this happened a while ago, but it was just so baffling that I had to share it. A while ago, I went to a big department store to buy some home items as we just moved in. While we were waiting in line, and it wasn't really a long line, an employee notices us and tells us that he will check us out. We follow him into a different register all the way across the store. It's obvious he wants us to check out because he saw our expensive items and wanted to get himself credit for our large purchase, which honestly is not that big of a deal for me. In my opinion, they should try and get that bag. Anyways, while checking out, he asked us if we were going to join the store membership for a discount. I say no, and he says, we just need your email, we'll give you a large discount. And I say to him, as long as all you need is an email, and it's not a credit card or something like that, well then sure. He just nods his head, and I give him my email. But then, he keeps asking me for more information. At this point, I get suspicious, and I notice him taking out a credit card, and I reiterate, no, I do not want a credit card. He says, no, it's worth it, I promise. Promise. At this point, I'm annoyed and I say to him, you know what? You can refund everything. He then apologizes and says, okay, no worries. If you don't want the credit card, we don't have to sign up for the credit card. Now, fast forward and everything is fine and dandy. And I noticed when I got home and checked my email that he still signed me up for a membership, which again is fine. But it's crazy to me that he tried to force us into a credit card that we didn't need when there was a membership this entire time. And I'm honestly so blown away by the way this guy treated us. Wow, that- that is really pushy and so inappropriate. Now, for some stores that I've worked at personally in my past, there are requirements where you have to sign up a certain number a week or some kind of like monthly quota or something like that. But if you want to meet that quota, this is not the way to do that. This is a really weird way to do that and it's incredibly inappropriate. Like, what was this guy thinking? Did he really think he could slide a credit card into your hand and be like, here you go, this is what you signed up for. Like, if that were me, I would have refunded all of that and gone somewhere else. Like, that is a massive breach of trust and there's no way I'm going to put up with that in the slightest. Absolutely not. So good for you for standing up for yourself and putting this guy in his place because the way he was acting was super sketchy and you really shouldn't try to sign people up for credit cards that they don't want to have. Am I the jerk for driving away without my wife? All because she wasn't on time for the baseball game we were going to. Here's what happened. For the past week, my wife and I had been anticipating a baseball game for which we had purchased tickets. We like baseball, but we don't really attend many games. So traveling into the city to see games is a rare treat. I do know, though, that it would take time to drive there and find parking due to traffic. Now, because the game started at 7 p.m. and we live about 45 minutes away from the stadium, I told her this morning that she needed to be ready to get in the car and go by 6 p.m. Well, my wife is an avid gamer, so she was engrossed in her latest video game when the clock struck 545. She has struggled to plan in the past, and I get tired of reminding her that she needs to budget time to get ready. It's as if she has no concept of of time at all, similar to a young child. Well, I was ready to go by 6 p.m., and she was still in the bathroom. I saw this as an opportunity to teach her personal responsibility, so I simply left the house without saying a word, got in the car, and started driving to the game. It took my wife a few minutes to figure out what I had done, but when she called me, she was absolutely furious. She said that it was a completely unacceptable move for me to leave without telling her, and that she now had no way to get to the game without paying for parking. I told her that I got tired of constantly waiting for her and that she would plan better next time if she didn't have to get left behind. I also reminded her that I had told her that morning when I expected her to be ready to leave. But apparently, absolutely none of this seemed to matter though and she rudely hung up on me after yelling out more insults. Frankly, I think it's completely insane that a grown woman is unable to budget her time and I'm starting to suspect that she is doing this on purpose because she is a narcissist who expects me to accommodate to her. After all, she's not a dumb woman. She does have a science degree after all. Well, as it turns out, she never showed up to the stadium and I didn't hear from her for the whole game and when I got home, there was a note on the door. She told me that I wasn't welcome in the bedroom and that I should sleep on the couch and I can't believe she wants to be this much of a pill. If I had waited for her, I would have missed the first pitch. I made my expectations clear and she couldn't be bothered to meet any of them. I feel like she should be apologizing to me, but honestly, I need to know. Am I the jerk for driving away all because my wife is really bad at planning anything. Honestly, I kind of think that everybody sucks here. For starters, I kind of understand where you're coming from, where you're like, okay, I'm gonna go. But you really should have said something. She was literally trying to get ready and go to the baseball game. This was a big event for the both of you, and the fact that you just walked out without saying anything, and you decided, okay, now I'm gonna punish her for not being on time. That, in my opinion, is so unacceptable. And honestly, how can you blame her for being like, wow, I can't believe you did that? Because if someone left me when I was trying to get ready and get things going, then I would be very upset. It would feel like I was just wasting my time. But on the other end of this, for her to be like, wow, you can't sleep in the bed, as well as what seems like other really big issues going on in your marriage, I honestly think that this might be like a reoccurring theme and that this is something that has clearly happened before. Like, I really think everybody is really overreacting and that a conversation of some kind or some kind of steps need to be made to try and resolve this issue. But at the end of the day, in my opinion, while I do think everybody does kind of suck here, I think you're more at fault than your wife. It does it doesn't matter that she's been chronically late. And just because she has a science degree doesn't mean she's dumb. It just means that she has a hard time scheduling things and you knew this ahead of time. So honestly, in my opinion, I think you're kind of more of the jerk in this situation than your wife. And for you to just leave and be like, oh, I'm going to punish you now. That, in my opinion, is incredibly toxic. And I really think that you need to apologize and try and make this right. Today, I messed up by calling a girl that I was dating fat. And I feel so embarrassed by the things I said. And I now seriously don't know what to do. Now, to start things off, I'm a 35-year-old man, and I didn't actually call her fat, but we all know that it really doesn't matter. For some context, I ended a five-year relationship in January of this year. I started using dating apps in May, and by July, I started seeing someone pretty regularly. In our first State of the Union talk, we both agreed to a casual dynamic with open communication, even though neither of us were interested in seeing other people, and during this talk, both admitted to not having used the app since we first met. I thought things were going really well until the last couple of weeks when we hadn't seen or spoken to each other that much. We finally got on the phone last night and apparently a few weeks ago, I had dove too deep into my previous relationship during a dinner conversation and that really didn't set well with her and she thought I still had feelings for my ex. I explained that I didn't, which is the truth and that while I had agreed to the casual dynamic, I was actually genuinely falling for her and I just didn't say anything thinking that it would betray our agreement or scare her away. Well, her feelings about my perceived attachment to my ex had been marinating too long to come back from, and she wanted to break things off entirely, thinking that I wasn't ready for the next step. After explaining my side of things, she did feel bad for not asking about it sooner, and it seemed like maybe if I just left it there, she might think about it for a few days and want to talk more. I was pretty disappointed, and as the call was winding down, and in the spirit of open communication, suggested that we say anything that we wish we had said earlier. Looking back on it now, I still cannot believe I said this and there's zero justification for it in the slightest, but I ended up making a comment about her weight. She had just started going to the gym again and I said I had been looking forward to the transformation. She doesn't need to lose any weight and when she brought it up weeks ago, I said she already looked great and that I was already very physically attracted to her. And I think that's why I said it. I maybe meant something along the lines of, oh, your body is great and I'm attracted to it and I would only be more attracted to it if you continue to go to the gym. But my God, I'm such a jerk. Naturally, she got very upset and ended the call forcing back sobs. I texted her right after apologizing profusely and sincerely. I'm horrified with my behavior and I've never felt such shame and regret in my life. Yeah, that was not a good thing to say. I think you really did mean well or at least I want to assume so. But boy, did you not deliver that well in the slightest. Especially to a woman that you're dating. Like seriously, that is like the last person you want to say that to. So yeah, you did mess up. But hopefully nothing like this ever happens in the future, because I really think that you do not want to be in that situation ever again. Today, I messed up by letting my partner be pursued by someone else, and I honestly am so heartbroken that I seriously don't know what to do. So, for full disclosure, this happened last year, and let me tell you, last year I was happy and in love. I had found the perfect person for me, and our relationship was as strong as it gets. We shared everything. Our life at home was filled with laughter, talks of our future together, inside jokes and respect. Our love life was great if you know what I mean after years of being together we still had the spark we had fun we were solid yet over the course of just a month it all changed prior to meeting me my partner had not had much experience with dating or meeting other people I knew this going in and had always harbored feelings that it may become an issue down the line but we had talked about it and both agreed that it wasn't anything to worry about but trust me I had no idea what I was in for last year seemingly out of nowhere she brought up the idea of seeing Someone else, exploring the thrill of being pursued just for fun. I immediately said no and we talked about it. She told me everything was fine and that I didn't have to worry about us, that this was just something she thought she needed in her life and that I should let her have this. The subject was then dropped and I chalked it up to a moment of drunk inhibition, but it reappeared days later. Then, in the middle of the night, a funny thought turned into something of a serious need. Eventually, I reluctantly said yes. I didn't want this to become a sore point in our relationship. And honestly, why not? I utterly trusted her and I wanted her to be happy. I was asked to give her the one thing a partner should never agree to. And yet I said, go ahead. And let me tell you something it was the worst decision I've ever made. And I punished myself every day for that single yes that I said. Now, there were rules and an agreement of what this would be. Very clear and concise. She was excited and thankful for allowing her to explore this part of what she thought she needed. Eventually, she told me I should do the same. And that's where I. I knew things were about to go sideways. I should have never, ever agreed to it. I hate myself for allowing this to happen between us. And my sincerity and trust was taken advantage of in the worst possible way. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. Almost right away, she met people, and she moved forward with it so quickly. She met Jimmy, who isn't their real name, and that is when I knew in my heart that this was going to be a major problem. She bet the truth, flat out lied, and did things that were very much not agreed upon. The understanding we had for what this would be went out the window, and she did things with him that were reprehensible. She broke me, and I still feel broken to this day. And now, a year later, and I'm alone, I don't have joy in my life anymore. Jimmy stole my heart from from me because he couldn't find one of his own. He manipulated the situation and this person I cared for so much in my life, all the way up to the point where she left for him. All because I said yes and I will never forgive myself. And I now wonder what their life is like together. I wonder if she's truly happy. I mean, did she get everything that she wanted? Would she do it over again if she had the chance? What did I do to deserve that breach of trust? What did he give her that I didn't? They broke a good man, with Jimmy orchestrating the entire thing. He manipulated manipulated my person and took complete advantage of the situation, knowing exactly what to say to bring on the most guilt and shame within her as possible. And yet she still loved this man. I think about what our life could be. I look at pictures of us, of the experiences we shared. Every day seems to get darker and more alone. It should be easier now that time has passed, but it hasn't. I cry almost every single day. I miss my person. I miss us. I miss coming home to see her, cooking dinner together, watching a movie with her cuddled up beside me. I miss decorating the house together, she was the most beautiful person I've ever met and she still is. But I said yes and that's all gone because of what I did. I don't think I'll ever truly be okay. I'm sure there's always the advice of oh, it'll get better with time and it is said as words of encouragement. But I also know myself and truly believe in my heart that I was permanently damaged by this. I just miss us. For those that are thinking that this might be something fun to explore, I would highly advise against it. I messed up by thinking we were strong enough to rely on trust but it wasn't enough and I honestly wish that I was okay. Okay I think you're being way too hard on yourself. It really sounds like she wanted to do this pretty much regardless of what you were saying. Her being like ooh I want to have an open relationship that's basically her saying hey I want to cheat on you with you being okay with it and by the way I'm going to walk out the door at the end of the day and for that reason alone she does not sound like a good person. Look I'm not involved in that relationship. I don't know what it was like and honestly I understand that you're still grieving but in my opinion I really think this would have happened whether you said yes or no. Like, I really am convinced that she probably would have cheated on you. And she was probably just thanking her lucky stars that you said yes so that she could start falling for this Jimmy guy. Like, she is not faithful. She didn't consider your feelings in the slightest. So truly, I'm so sorry you're dealing with this. I'm so sorry that your life has fallen apart in this way. But please understand that you're being way too hard on yourself. And I don't think anybody could reasonably blame you for the things that your partner decided to do. Am I the jerk for refusing to take in my sister's kids after her partner had a stroke here's what happened so my sister called me yesterday morning to tell me that her partner had been rushed to the hospital she was in hysterics and I stayed on the phone with her until she was able to make it to the hospital she works and her partner stays at home with the kids together they have 3 kids who are 7 years old, 5 years old and 2 years old now here's some background on me and my sister we had actually not spoken for almost an entire year before her most recent call to me We have a really strained relationship starting from our childhood, which was exacerbated by our parents. I'll be honest in saying that my parents always favored me and labeled my sister as a problem child. Since she was a teenager, she's been heavily involved in substance problems as well as constantly partying. She graduated high school but dropped out of community college. Our strict, traditional Asian parents have shunned her from their lives after she dropped out of college. They effectively disowned her and pretend that they never even had an older daughter. My parents haven't spoken a word to her in almost a decade and they have never met their grandchildren. For the last decade, I've tried to maintain a positive relationship with my sister, but she's betrayed my trust too many times to count. Borrowing money and never returning it, stealing my items and pawning or selling them off, bringing me into unnecessary drama in her life, and honestly, the list goes on. To be honest, I've been trying to distance myself from her for the last three to four years, since she has caused me nothing but pain, stress, and suffering. Then, last night, she called me again to let me know that her partner had suffered a severe stroke and they had to have emergency surgery. The doctors say they are still very unsure of his prognosis and she then literally begged me to take in her children for the time being, saying how she can't afford any childcare and that she'll lose both of her jobs if she's forced to stay with the children. Now, here's the thing. My boyfriend and I have a five-year anniversary coming up. We've already bought tickets, requested PTO, and made accommodations for a two-week trip to Europe starting from this Friday. The total little trip, including airfare, costed us $18,000, most of which is non-refundable. I told my sister I'd call her back and let her know after I spoke with my boyfriend. He said it was my choice completely, but I decided that I wanted to go on our anniversary trip, which I had been looking forward to for an entire year. I called my sister back, and I told her that I couldn't help her out because of our trip. She started sobbing over the phone and lashed out at me, calling me cruel and selfish. She said that we could afford to just rebook our vacation and that we didn't need that money back but she was going to lose her job and her children if she couldn't find someone to take them in it was a really tough conversation but I stuck with my decision it's been almost a day since our call and I won't lie I do have a lot of guilt so am I the jerk in this situation what should I do honestly I'm gonna say it and maybe I'm the jerk here but I don't think that you are the jerk here your sister has a really bad history she has taken advantage of you she's tried to steal from you she's done all these really scary Sketchy things in the past, and I'm willing to assume that this has really made you not want to trust them. Which honestly, if I was in your shoes, I wouldn't trust them in the slightest. Like, seriously, what if she's lying about the stroke? What if she just wants you to take the kids in so she and her partner can go off on some kind of vacation? What I'm trying to say is that it really seems like she's been sketchy in the past, so I don't blame you for being hesitant in helping her out right now. So no, you're not the jerk here, I think your sister's being ridiculous, and I don't think you're under any obligation to say yes to anything she wants you to do. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications so you never miss a video. To finish listening to all the stories, check out the playlist at the top of the description. And if you want some vibey music to put on in the background, check out Easy Mode. If you like Am I the Jerk, check out Am I the Genius. Everything will be linked in the description.